name is Anna Bochasado, and I'm uh, Jordan Norton, uh, and we are students at the Stevenson Center at Illinois State University. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about our experience and during our professional practice, um, completing our second year of our master's degree in community and economic development. So to start off, I'm just going to introduce myself, uh, and then Jordan will go ahead and uh, talk a little bit about his background. So I grew up in Alaska. I got a BA in Anthropology and Political Science. I did a year of AmeriCorps uh, Vista service at the club of Fairbanks, where I was a teen and volunteer coordinator there just building up their um teen program and um, their volunteer system and that was a really great and inspiring experience for me i learned a lot about education and youth development uh, and then i applied for this um masters and i am now working for up to a sports uh, as part of my professional practice um, and Up to Sports is a national nonprofit organization uh, dedicated to inspiring youth to achieve their potential by providing them with coaches trained in positive youth development. Sports can be really good to, to grow and to, and to address a lot of kind of traumatic events that youth are going through, but they can also, sports can also be kind of a, a harmful um, place. And so coaches and coaches really have uh, a lot of power. So, so this organization is really great because they're 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 training coaches to really create a positive environment uh, where youth can really can really uh, thrive and can really become more confident and can you know get fit and and healthy and but also kind of develop their their, so, their social emotional skills. As part of my professional practice, what I'm doing is I am evaluating an external evaluation in Chicago, in New Orleans, and in Miami. So up to sports, it's across, um, across the country. Uh, but I'm focusing specifically on those three cities and, and looking at how our impact in those cities and how our coaches are helping um, kids if they are improving and how they're improving their socio-emotional skills and their physical fitness levels. So so yeah, so that's what I'm working on. That's what my background is. Um, Jordan, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, hey. My name is Jordan Norton. I am a political science major within the uh, Applied Community and Economic Development Program through the Stevenson Center. Um, and uh, so I come from Tennessee originally. I got a Bachelor's of Science in Environmental Studies and moved out to Washington State pretty immediately to start working in AmeriCorps. I did three terms, two with a food bank at Gonzaga University and another term with a community center. Uh, that's where I first got my start in youth development. Um, we were working with kids about age five to 12 and it was a really fun experience for me and I got to work with kids and like homework help and doing physical activities and just like ran the gamut. Um, doing summer programming. It was really fun. Um, so coming into the Stevenson Center, I wasn't exactly sure what I wanted to do in my internship. 
and uh, I, I wound up here at the uh, WD Boys Council. It's a Boy Scouts Council locally in the Bloomington Normal area. Um, they cover about 14 counties with their units. Um, I specifically work with at-risk youth in Bloomington, in the city of Bloomington. Um, about 115 kids go through our programs, and uh, we do activities um, surrounding maybe more outdoor stuff, but also particularly pertaining to uh, what the Boy Scouts' mission is, which is to sort of prepare young people to make ethical and moral choices through their lifetimes by instilling uh, some of the values learned through the Scout Oath and Law uh, the law being like a scout is trustworthy, loyal, helpful, friendly, courteous, kind, obedient, cheerful, thrifty, brave, clean, and reverent. We've got all, a lot of these little fun fun things to teach the kids. Um, and through Scout Reach, um, it, it just helps kids that aren't normally able to access these programs to be able to access those. And so hopefully through those programs, they're... Uh, they're able to better um, develop themselves, make better choices themselves, and we're hoping that they get a better sense of self-worth through these programs. Um, and so, like, I, I find that we do we do end up doing some of the mentoring and and uh, things like that in our in our after-school programs. Um, and um, so what are some things that you guys do at uh, Up To Us Sports? Um, yeah, exactly. So our, our training at Up To Us Sports mainly focuses on um, on positive, on facilitating kind of these positive environments, positive youth development through sports. And so, um, so the process is that, um, you know, uh, a coach up, up they apply to do an AmeriCorps year because it, it is part of a, an AmeriCorps service um, that they're doing. So they're getting a stipend. It's very similar to like um, a year in like Teach for America or City Year or um, or Vista even. But um, but of course they're doing like direct service with their kids. They're being coaches. They're coaching every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and so then they attend a. Uh, I think their training is like three days, three four days. Um, I actually attended the my my first my second week uh, at my at my placement, and um, and it's this really very intensive training um, on uh, what positive youth development is, um, how to create a positive environment, how sport um, can be helpful for um, psychological um, for kids um, like psychological, emotional development. Um, and specifically, you know, our training focuses on like trauma um, sensitive care. So, so we're looking at, um, you know, a lot of the, the youth that we're working with are, are in really um, difficult situations. A lot of times we're working um, in a lot of low income areas, um, high rates of unemployment, high, high rates of, um, of violence, um, high poverty, high poverty rates. Um, and so, I mean, the kids that the coaches are working with are going through a lot of things. Um, and so, and so the training is really focused on, um, how sport can be a vehicle for, um, 
or a, you know, an outlet and a place for, for kids to kind of process those things that are happening to them and, and be able to um, be able to 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 thrive um, in spite of those conditions and and to be able to make a, um, connections um, those kind of vital connections uh, with with um, with a good role model with a coach and and with uh, and making kind of like you know these good connections uh, with their peers and so. Um, and so that's basically kind of the gist of the training itself. Um, okay. You know, the coaches are obviously doing, um, because we work with um, hundreds of different types of organizations, like I said, so um, coaches might be placed after they go through this training, right? Mm-hmm. And, and even before, so they, they apply to a specific position in a specific organization. Um, and depending on where they're placed, they're going to be doing different things. So we work with, um, America Stories, for example, that has like a soccer program, but also they do, um, poetry and, and they have like a writing group and stuff like that. And so coaches will be obviously coaching soccer, but, but they're also assisting with other parts of programming as well. A lot of coaches here in Chicago work in, in, in schools and um, being kind of assistant coaches to um, if there's like a basketball team at a school, often uh, they're assistant coach coaching teams or um, or at a boys boys and girls clubs too. We partner with them in some cities and same situation. Like their structure is very different. They're a drop-in program. And so it's kind of like that. Coaches will be placed. There's such a variety of different organizations mm-hmm. and programs that we work with that, you know, it, it really kind of depends on the organization. So day-to-day, you know, coaches might be doing, you know, like, a variety of, uh, of different things. But the focus is always to – the focus is always sports, physical activity, and, and kind of creating these positive um, environments. Cool. Yeah, like over here at the in our Scout Reach programs, we we um, end up incorporating a lot of like physical activity as well. Um, and you know, I utilize uh, I hire a staff of undergraduates to help uh, carry out like the programming throughout the city. And we've got a variety of different uh, locations. We're in el- a couple of different elementary schools. We're at uh, child care facilities, a community center. Um, the YWCA here locally. So we're a little bit everywhere and we, uh, you know, it's fun to work with the, with the undergraduates and carrying out the program. Um, cause often this, this could be just like a side job for them. Maybe they're doing like a couple hours a week, but you know, they, they see a real big value in it. We've had one student, uh, who came back to work with us. Um, and he, he has another job, and, you know, we couldn't give him a lot of hours, but he got another job and still decided to just work the one hour per week just because he loved, loved the kids at the location so much and they, they enjoy seeing him so much every week. So there's a lot of good stuff in that continuity and giving, getting those people in there that are really caring about the programming. And it's it's really been cool to see that those – uh those people like kind of come into their own in the programs, you know? Yeah, Um, absolutely. 
Absolutely. I think it's such a great opportunity in our program too. I mean, a lot of the coaches are, are young, very young professionals, people that are right out of, um, right out of high school or right out of college. And they're looking for, um, like a, a place to, to kind of have, you know, their first, their first job or their first professional experience. It's really cool because in a lot of ways, you know, the, the, these nonprofits are working at, uh, in, in youth development or in, in human development at, at different stages. Like, you know, if you think about the population that we're serving, it's, it is youth and, and it is um, at-risk youth a lot of times for, for outdoor sports at least. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but our coaches too and, and, and a lot of our staff is, is super young and, and haven't, we know you, we haven't perhaps had as much work experience on, um, you know, part of, a big part of the mission of Upsala Sports is to is to coaches from the same communities um, that the kids that the youth are coming from, and so also providing you know being being an organization that is providing jobs in the in in the neighborhood and in the community, providing you know just just a lot of access to professional development. So so yeah, same. I think I think it's such a great opportunity, and I mean for me. I, you doing a, a year of Vista service. That's what it was as well. I mean, I had just graduated with my BA and I had some work experience before, but that experience of the Vista really, I mean, it really shaped my understanding of, you know, what it's like to work in the, in the real world, you know, when you come out of school, it's like you have all these ideas of what it's like, but it's very different when you're actually doing it. What um, are they? Are they also doing like different types of programming in in different sites, or how does it work? So it really varies from site to site. Uh, some sites we might have uh, five kids. That's sort of our uh, lowest number per unit that we can have. Um, but also, you know, at the YWCA, there are thirty to forty kids every time we go into the site. So we have. We try to keep our activities uh, similar week by week at each site. So one week we're doing like birding. We're talking about like these are the sounds that that this particular bird makes. Let's go see if we hear any or see any, basically. Um, and we look specifically at like one thing that I wanted to do this year was just to build like a an idea that nature isn't a place that you go, but it's all around you kind of thing. Because normally these kids don't aren't able to get to a place where you can, you know, go hiking or something like that. So, like going outside and seeing crows and robins and pigeons is that's part of nature too. So, so like you know, we would go on a little hike. We'd do like a trash pickup along the way, things like that. And we do that at each site throughout the week. Um, and so, the our our leaders, our staff, they're they're doing a good job of keeping up keeping track of what we're doing and how many kids are doing it and doing the rosters and stuff and so it, it really varies in the number of kids um i think our our number so far of all the kids we serve is 115 across the seven or eight program sites and uh, hopefully this semester we'll be trying to add a couple of, um, so those are all Cub Scout troops, which is ages 5 up to 11. 
And I think in this new year, we're trying to start a couple of Boy Scout troops, um, which will be, um, they will be at the Boys and Girls Club, hopefully, and um, Salvation Army, potentially. We just got to take those meetings, and because they work with older kids, so um, that's like ages 11 up to 17. And so that would be uh, fun to do that more intensive boy scouting work with those kids as well because um, you know cub scouts have different programming needs than the boy scouts and as the cub scouts go along they accrue these uh belt loops these little metal belt loops mm-hmm. and one thing i wanted to do this year also was to work on tracking so like tracking their achievements so that they'd be able to, you know, have some ownership of the of the work they've been doing in our programs. Um, so we're going to hopefully, like, we're going to start making these crafts in the coming weeks um, in order for them to be able to look up and say, oh, I've earned all those belt loops at their program site. And it, it's hopefully going to generate some buy-in to those kids and they're going to be having something to be proud of and keep coming back and keep wanting to come back into the Cub Scouts and um, enjoying their time there. And, you know, a sense of a sense of growth is good for everybody. So I think it's good for those kids to have some sense of achievement, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, like I mentioned, I'm working on the evaluation side, and you're working so much more on, um, like, program programming and program implementation and, mm-hmm. and you know, changing – and like curriculum and um okay we want to do these different things with the kids and add different activities and for me like this whole time my place my placement is very much just on the kind of research um side and 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 like measurements and so you're like oh yeah the rosters and i'm like yeah rosters that's like main thing for me oh yeah like how many kids where are they how many hours and Mm -hmm. um you know, we're doing like surveys and uh, and um, pacer the beep test and to to measure um, kind of physical fitness levels and, and and all of that. So so yeah, it's it's so interesting. You know, to think about how there's there's so many different parts that go into you know this work. Mm-hmm. There's, there's you know the program development part and the and the evaluation side and the and the kind of human resources or like and like people management part of it and all these professional development that that needs to happen at so many different levels you know there's the youth development that's like the main purpose of the organization and then the professional development of of staff to be able to work um effectively with the kids I think I think the biggest thing for me though is in doing these evaluations and in thinking so much about the evaluation part is, and also in my work at the at the Boys and Girls Club as well, I was doing more on the the programming side, and I think the biggest thing is to be able to like connect those two things because sometimes in we do a lot of these evaluations for like grant purposes, but to be able to like okay look at the rosters or like you like you said you know, okay, we want more kids. These are the activities that we, that we have. What kind of activities can we, can we do to incentivize, to recruit more kids? Like Mm -hmm. are the kids wanting to, to do an evaluation and to, 
and to really gather some some real real results and make some real changes to your programming. Mm-hmm. And when I came in, uh, my supervisor had been here just in her role just two years, and she does scout reach and a thing called Explorers, which is like a older kids get to explore kind of careers and stuff like that. Um, she does that for basically uh, Peoria and Bloomington, and she's got so much on her plate that it's hard to, for her to actually do like curriculum development and things like that. So I've been able to go in and do like a lot of the, the nitty gritty things that are often kind of hard for people that are looking at bigger picture things to do. And, uh, it's, it's been really a good experience so far. Um, I've enjoyed doing the work of just like trying to engage kids um, just because it's, it's, you know, there's, there's a line where, you know, you want to, you want to do some informative stuff. Like we have to teach them oath and law to kids. That's like a requirement that there has to be, but we got to balance it with like something fun or else we're going to lose the interest of the kids and then no one's get having any fun, you know? So on a week-to-week basis, we can't have too much uh, sort of learning. I mean, it's all going to be learning, but, like, we can't have just strictly lecturing the kids, I guess, and then no fun in between. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And being able, from a curriculum or program development standpoint, to be able to combine those things in a way that that is going to be really like good for the kids and I mean that's that's one of the one of the reasons why I really like this sports um focus is because main the main thing is to to have fun or to to play play a game or to you know super fun it's super fun for people and um, yeah. able to like debrief that um debrief those activities and to connect those things to important life skills I mean that's really what's hard um it's that like lecturing part of it and that's always it's always tough to make those connections and so which is why I think like this type of work is so important especially um to be communicating that um to young people but I also I also think that a, a big part of that is you know this physical fitness part of it too and and what you're doing as well like taking the kids out to hikes and, and, and being outside and, and all those, uh, those activities are, are so important too. I mean, there's, there's so much research, uh, that shows that physical activity and just being outside in nature, um, standing next to a tree is just so good for people's, um, mental health, um, and to be able to teach that to to children from a young age, I think is crucial. And we've got these like, we kind of have these built-in ideas of what wilderness is, and like that wilderness is a thing that is to be observed and not played with or interacted with. And I think that we have to kind of go beyond that a little. Bit. That's kind of getting off the point of after-school stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. But for no, but for sure. I mean, there's that's the thing. There's so many. There's so many different um, kind of concepts and, and and so many different things that you have to explore um, as a coach, as a as a youth development professional. Because 
a lot of times it, it seems really straightforward. It's like, oh, okay, we're going to take the kids on this hike. But then it's like, oh, okay, we have to discuss like what wilderness is fundamentally, like as, mm-hmm. a, as a concept. And, and sometimes these things, um, you know, are really, it's, it's really tough to kind of unearth those and like super embedded assumptions and, and to be able to articulate those things to children is really, is really tough. And then you end up having to, I, I remember, you know, not, not so much now in my placement right now, but like at the Boys and Girls Club, when I was doing more of the programming side, I mean, there's so many, you know, so many different things. Kids will be like, oh, we want to, I don't know, we want to know how to make our own face masks or I don't know, you know, mm-hmm. random things like, oh, you as a as a youth development um, professional, you have to be able to respond to that in a way that's um, in line with your mission. But also, if that's what kids are interested in, then you have to figure out, okay, what is that? Like, what are the youth doing? And, and how can I, like, understand their world to be able to kind of share some of the things that I want to share with them? So definitely. Yeah, and that's, uh, I don't know, I, I spent the summer doing a lot of you know, I worked with the biology department over this last summer and like spent a lot of time with birds. So that was, that was why I kind of felt like birds was like an easy way to exist. That's kind of what people interact with the most in, in cities. And it's a good way to introduce the concept that we're in nature all the time. Yeah, absolutely. And after you had just had all this experience, you probably have all this knowledge to be able to that type of programming so that's good. Yeah. Yeah. so so let's talk about kind of like what you do what we do maybe um what is kind of your average day what do you do on a daily basis at work yeah so so like i said you know we've been talking a lot about about programming but um my placement is on the evaluation side of things so so up to sports has uh, we already have a, a structure that we do evaluations in so it's uh, at the beginning of the program year we do um, pre-program surveys um, and these it's a survey tool that um, has been developed by by up to sports to me- measure like socio-emotional skills and we have like a set like nine um, different high impact um, uh, abilities that that we're measuring so things like confidence and pro-social connections like how how kids you know make friends and um self-esteem different different things like that and so we're measuring those things in our um in our survey and then we also do a pacer a pacer test like a beep test this test where you're just like seeing how many laps you can you can uh run in a certain uh, amount of time um and so, um, so what mostly what I'm doing is we have, I have a list of organizations that are under our external evaluation and, um, and in the list of coaches and I'm mostly coming kind of communicating with, and, and then there's like program managers that, um, that, that manage those coaches. And so I'm communicating a lot with these, um, program managers and with, um, with coaches um, to make sure that they are doing the, the survey and the uh, physical fitness, like the beat test and 
And a lot of that has to do, there's a lot of kind of coordinating back and forth that needs to happen in order to collect that data. Um, and all of our um, organizations are kind of on different timelines. So some of them, their programming is like a year, a year long. So they get a group of kids at the beginning of the year in like August or something. And then, and then it's the same group of kids all through um, May. But a lot of them are not like that because they have, they're sports specific, and so you have both soccer season and then a bat and then um volleyball season, then a basketball season, and those are all different kids. And so, um, and so we're kind of collecting like pre-programmed data, basically like all year round because uh, we have different groups of kids um, all the time, um, and so. That's basically um, what I'm doing, just making sure that we understand the programs um, that are under the external evaluation, like each organization, kind of like what their programming cycle looks like, and um, making sure that we are um, collecting data at the specific, um, for each group of kids. Um, so my so my everyday looks a lot a lot like that, like I'm just like communicating, making making sure, communicating with coaches, like emailing coaches, emailing uh, program managers to make sure that, um, okay, like we have until until the next two weeks to collect data at these three sites. And, and a lot of times, especially after school programs and, and for different reasons in schools, like um, programming schedules change a lot and so, and so then we have to kind of reassess our data collection plan um, and and change a lot of things. So it's a lot of kind of back and forth like that. Then I, I gather that data and we have some interns that do some of the data entry, but I've been, I've been doing some of it for this external evaluation too. We have like comparison sites, control, control sites that are not sites that are not um, organizations that don't have coaches and haven't been exposed to our up to us training. And so and so I had to go and collect data at those sites as well because we don't um, have coaches there. So that's been really great too because a lot of my, my day is spent kind of in front of the computer sending emails and on the phone talking with people. But I've also had the chance to go to a lot of the sites in Chicago and to meet so many of the coaches, to go to all the trainings, and and then also to actually collect the data myself to the paper test and to, to do the surveys um, at our comparison sites here in Chicago. So so I've kind of like been able to do a lot of um, different, a lot of different jobs, I guess, a lot of different mm -hmm. um, uh, helping out with a lot of different tasks and. And that's really great because sometimes that makes, like I said, a lot of times I'm like sending emails and uh, working kind of in Google Docs and Google Sheets. Um, that's where most of my mm -hmm. day spent. But but a lot of times, you know, I am going to sites and I am to pick up data or to get data, um, like do surveys and stuff. So mm -hmm. um, so some days are a little more dynamic. Um, than others and we move on with external evaluation it's going to be probably a lot more working on um, just on the data than analyzing the data I mean but but like you said you know I've also these positions these placements really allow you to 
um, can't kind of take on projects and, and do things that in the organization that people have been wanting to do for a long time, but they we haven't been able to do or, or things that mm -hmm. are starting out like new ideas and things that are happening and that kind of people need extra extra help with. And so I, I've been able, been really grateful to, um, to be included uh, in some of that work. Like for example, um, you know, just, just this week, I've been analyzing a lot of qualitative data um, from some in-depth uh, interviews and focus groups that we did in New Orleans where uh, we're doing like an NFL pilot program, a partnership between up to sports and, and the NFL where we have kind of ex-NFL players um, coach. Um, That's awesome. Coaches, yeah. And so, and so we're kind of trying that out. And uh, we did some focus groups with the kids. They, they just went through um, flag football season and um, did a focus group and um, I conducted an interview with the with the accent NFL coaches and uh, and so I'm analyzing some of that some of that data right now you know voting and, and figuring out uh, how it went and putting together a report um, to send to the NFL and to um and to our, our the rest of our staff are up to us to see um how we can move forward with that project. And so, and so, yeah, so it's been really cool to kind of be able to contribute um, to all these other projects and, and all these, uh, these other things that, that are happening that are growing the organization. So my day-to-day, -day. what about you, Jordan? What do you, what are you up to? That sounds like a lot of fun what you do. Um, I, I have been since the beginning kind of, learning the ropes around here there's a lot to learn in this i mean it's a national organization so of course there's a lot of fun paperwork and stuff you gotta learn um but generally i'm working on either like building curriculum or working on trying to see if we've got the the right amount of kids we need registered or communicating with the program sites and i'll I usually try to touch base with our with our uh, staff at least at the beginning of the week, reminding them what we're going to do for the activity for that week. Um, I try to go visit them at program sites as well. Right now we're kind of in a lull since they're out of school and we don't really have staff in town, so we won't start back programming until the end of this month. But um, right now I'm kind of just working on the curriculum for this next semester and trying to work on seeing how I can help build the program for the future. Um, I've been working on trying to... Um, work with ISU's biology department to put on sort of a like biological science day in Miller Park here in town. So a lot of my job has been to just build the Bloomington Scout Reach program. Um, the Peoria Scout Reach program seems like it's it's doing well and um, they have funding from United Way and uh, here in Bloomington we recently had uh, a couple of years ago the funding from United Way got cut but uh, so it's been kind of on the back burner uh, for a little bit, but it seems like I'm helping a lot to build the curriculum. I'm working on curriculum sheets, and yeah, my day-to-day -day is a lot of dynamic stuff, like 
you know, uh, here in a couple of weeks, we have a planning conference that's sort of strategic planning for the whole next year. And that's my entire calendar for that week is just being in the conference. So that's with all the staff from Peoria and Bloomington. And that should be really interesting because I'm, I'm interested in strategic planning and how organizations do that and how they go forward um, when they might not have liked results from the previous year. Um, so this is it's it's been a really fun time of learning for me and also just like developing my own skills because I've never managed any amount of people that were being paid. I've managed volunteers before, but yeah. they don't it's hard to hold them accountable. But different, yeah. Yeah, you know, when you have paid people it's nice because you you have their paychecks, so they are definitely accountable to you <laughs> in a different way. Um yeah, my kind of day-to-day is like yours, sort of shifting and changing all the time. Um, and I, I don't do so much um, um, data analysis right now, but uh, towards you know the end of the year and stuff, we were uh, trying to see how many kids we had registered, how many volunteer hours we had had with those kids. So we had like service hours that the kids needed to rack up, and we had... I believe about 243 something volunteer hours this last time. It was it was interesting to go through that process and like sort of developing a measure for that and developing a, a tracking tool to do that. And it's been a lot of different stuff and I feel like a lot of times like with AmeriCorps or with this internship it's a lot of like learning on the job and just like doing responding to new things as they come up and that's always been fun to me personally. I think that's a big strength of being able to do a type of fellowship during your master's program, especially in the Stevenson Center. The fact that, um, I mean, that was a big draw for me when I applied because I really wanted to do some research and to, and to do um, kind of the academic side of it. But I definitely wanted to have some some work experience under my belt because um, you just you just learn so much on the job, and mm-hmm. there's so many things that you have to inform yourself about, and so many experiences that like change your perspective about about the work you're doing, about nonprofits in general, about you know so many things. So yeah, yeah, that sounds that sounds really cool. Yeah, the program development part is is just so cool. You get to, you get to do so many things. Do you think you're gonna you're gonna stay in working in, in youth development after the the fellowship is over? When when is your when are you done with with your fellowship? I believe I should be done mid July. Yeah, I think I'm done July first too. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm not sure right now. Um. I'm currently applying to law school. So. Oh wow! I did not know that. Yeah, I am. I took the LSAT last semester, and I just was working on all my stuff, and finally applied to a bunch of places. So we'll see how that goes. And um, that is so cool. Yeah, I am like interested in like family law, mm-hmm. and kind of helping to like you know specifically working with like you know at risk youth or like in families that may not have the resources to normally get a like you know good legal representation you know 
So that's kind of where I'm at in my future right now. But, you know, I, I think that it would be fun to work with kids in the future. Um, yeah. if Even if I don't, you know, end up going that route. Uh, Honestly, yeah. What, what about you? Um, have you thought much about, like, what you're going to do after this program? Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely starting to because we're getting close. Oh, yeah. Um, but, closer every day. Yeah, closer. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure. I think, you know, I also really like working with youth. And um, and there's just so many different ways. I mean, I mean, what you're doing right now, program, program development, um, uh, an implementation, um, evaluation, um, or our law. I mean, there's there's just so many different ways to to approach this type of work. And um, you know, one of the reasons that I chose the Stevenson Center, like I said, is that uh, you really do get to work very closely with your academic um, department, and and you have the option of doing a thesis, and so. And end of doing some some research if that's something that you're really interested in, um, and and that's something that I was I was definitely interested in. You know, going into the masters, I wasn't really sure if I wanted to pursue more the acad ac academic route or 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 to do more applied work. And and I think what this fellowship has shown me is that um, there's definitely an in between. There's kind of a sweet spot. Um, I really like the work that I'm doing right now in 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 evaluation, and I think mm. it's definitely something that because you know it does kind of bring together those two things of of working in something still still um, still doing this applied work right still making um, still working with organizations still working with people um, but but also doing a lot of data analysis also doing a lot of uh, research and. And so I think it's been a really great um, experience in that sense that I, I really feel like that moving forward, um, when I, eventually when I start applying for jobs, I think, I think I'm definitely going to be looking for, for that, for something kind of similar in this, in this field where I can, I can do some research um, and also make um, recommendations for, for curriculum development. So that's kind of where I'm at. You think, do you have any final stuff you want to add or? Yeah, no, I mean, I think, I think, yeah, it's been, it's been really cool hearing about everything that you're doing and I think youth uh, programs like um, the Boy Scouts are, are really valuable and, um, and yeah, it just sounds like a lot of fun. So maybe, maybe next time um, I see you, we can go birding. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. And yeah, up to us sports sounds like a really cool program. I'm, I'm glad that it's around and yeah, that, that pilot program with the NFL sounds really cool. You'll have to tell me how that turns out and stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, thank you, Jordan, so much. And, and thank you to whoever's listening. Yeah, thank you, guys, and uh, we'll sign out here. <laughs>